Okay, well, welcome to our first podcast. My name is Ron. And I'm Tom. And we are Reno Outdoor Living Battleborn Smokers. That was barbecue and BS. Oh, oh, you mean the name of the thing? Yeah. Oh. Well, yeah. you didn't write that on my fucking piece of paper here, so. so I didn't get to do that. So what's the name of our thing? Barbecue and BS. I'm going to write that down. Barbecue BS. Got it. Check. Right, you want to start that over? No, I think that's great, just the way it is. We're on the same page. <laughs> Okay, who am I? Who are you? I'm Ron, and we uh, we own a local little barbecue store here in Reno, Nevada. Um, for those of you geographically retarded, it's a long ways away from Las Vegas. Farther north, we have mountains. Seasons. Seasons, yes. We well, matter of fact, we are in a season right now. We are having an atmospheric river. Is that pre or post bomb cyclone? That was post-bomb cyclone. We had the bomb cyclone last week, and now we're having the prehistoric river. Yes. <laughs> Everyone's dead from the bomb cyclone. Let's see. I don't know, because people did die? I don't know if we should say that. Yeah, but only like 34. Oh, okay. That's dropping a bucket. Perfect. Dropping a bucket. Uh, so, Tom, tell me who you are. I'm Tom. We uh, decided to start the barbecue store business. Why'd, why'd we start that? Well... We started it three years ago. Your birthday's coming up here in February. March. Well, technically February. Oh, the store. Yeah. Yes, the yeah, store not birthday. Your, not your real birthday. Yeah. I'm surprised no. you even thought you remembered. No. I have a reminder for your birthday. We started the store because there used to be a store here in Reno that was about really the only game in town for high-end quality appliances however they had no idea what they were selling i don't even know if the folks that work there ever barbecued probably not and service sucked terrible and it was a very sad place when you went into it kind of like a weird orphanage well it was it was the stepchild it was the stepchild and, uh, of it. so yeah when they closed we lost a significant amount of people interest because we we at that time we were only a builder that built custom outdoor kitchens and fire features. And the store that no longer exists in this town used to refer all of their work to us because they were frankly dumb and didn't know how to do it. So we did it. When they closed, that was a pretty big hit for us revenue-wise. So we decided to start our own store. And we started this process right Right at the end of 2019, reaching out to vendors. Yep. And no one wanted to talk to us till we had that resale cert. That's right. Nobody. They were very rude. There was a few in particular that were uh, really big dicks to us right off the start. And then we found a place. It's a little smaller than we wanted, but... It was huge at first. Huge. So huge. We thought we had all this space. And look at us now. It's very cramped in here. <laughs> But it's beautiful. It's cozy. We really like the coziness of it. So we start, we found the place. We started construction December, January of 20, December of 2019, January of 2020. And then here come the Kung flu virus right as we're getting ready to open. So we're, we had these grandeur plans. We're, we're going to have a grand opening. We're going to have vendors here. We're going to kiss the babies and pass out hot dogs. And no. Boneless hot dogs. Of course, boneless hot dogs. 
There's no other kind. You don't want to do the bone in. Chokey. So we uh, we we got the construction done and we we got everything moved in and we're ready to open. And then our governor at the time decided to follow some of the other governors around and and shut businesses down. You had to be what they called essential. Not real clear what that meant because this was pretty essential for us. I think your livelihood. I think your your income I, I think so yeah and, and i think we had put a bunch of money into this thing and we had products sitting on the ground blood or is blood oh yeah put into this yeah, tom screwed his finger to the ceiling because we did the construction in here ourselves probably the funniest moment <laughs> of the whole build <laughs> tom stuck to the ceiling <laughs> with a screw through the drywall through the metal stud and into his finger a lot of pain that day not for me. <laughs> <laughs> so to get around the uh, essential business part of it, we went and got a propane license. Well, yeah. You can only be essential if you sell fuel That's or right. fast food. So like Hank Hill, we sell propane and propane accessories. Propane money. Propane money. We didn't want to be like the, the big box stores. Right. We wanted to have something of quality, something that lasts. Something that you would have for a while. You're not replacing every few years. Yeah, we, we, you know, we really wanted to try to do all American. We wanted American-made stuff. But everything American was shut down, pushed back lead times, years on some. Some, yeah. It was very painful. That, you know, you, you open a store, you, you open a business, you're, you're, you're full of excitement, you're ready to go, and then you've got the goddamn government telling you what you can and can't do. We were able to get American stuff in the beginning. Right. And then it faded away. It, it The lead times became so long. We were forced to start buying Chinese stuff. But I think the bigger, the bigger separation between us and, say, some of the big box stores is we know the equipment. The knowledge. We're nuts and bolts guys. We assemble everything here. We install everything here. I mean, we're the main guys that have to explain to you why you want to spend this much money on That's right. this said grill. That's right. And, and, and I think we've cooked on just about every version and even some kind of hokey versions, but we've cooked on all kinds of apparatuses. Fire, gas, pellet. Yeah. That one time your shoe caught on fire. That was unfortunate. So, not being able <laughs> to get the American-made stuff kind of forced us into a little bit of a corner because we still were looking to get that high-quality product out there. And that high-quality product led us to building our own smokers that we call... Battleborn Smokers. That started off fun. Still is fun. Anything from full-on custom trailers to your backyard barbecues, competition smokers. I almost thought you were going to say your mom right there. <laughs> refurbishing old propane tanks into smokers. And now with our newest line, the 24-inch diameter smoker. Still don't have a name for it. Tiny Tim. Tiny Tim. Or Tiny Tina. Gender neutral. Well, and it started, you know, we, we found a hookup through um, a job we did, and the neighbor was some sort of propane guy. And I don't know how he was a propane guy because he owns gas stations, but he was a goddamn propane guy. And he had a buddy 
in uh, Nevada City, in California, which is one of the least places we ever want to go to, is the Republic of California. But we made the trip down there, took our truck and a big old flatbed, and we loaded up uh, five, six? Uh, I think it was six. Propane tanks, different sizes, uh, which was nice. It was something that we could we could work with and create different sizes. Well, so we made that, that first pellet grill. Well, we made the offset first and then the pellet grill. And God damn, are they big. Almost too big for your average Joe. Too big. It, and it was. And they're on golf cart wheels. They're super fancy. They look good. They work good. But they're just too big. for You can't even get them through a gate. We waited a little while. We built a couple other grills. We built our cowboy cooker, a Santa Maria grill, uh, for one of the local competitors here in Reno that actually won the Best of the West rib cook-off. Uh, he, he tows that little Santa Maria grill with them everywhere. So we ended up buying a 20-foot stick of pipe, cutting it up into smaller pieces, melting it together, and it seems to be gaining a little bit more traction for the average homeowner. Yeah, it's not as big. It's not as, I guess, scary. Intimidating. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You, you see the, the big cart models we have out there, and even our big trailer rig. It's intimidating, and, and then barbecue doesn't need to be intimidating by any means because... Let's be honest, it's uh, cooking over a fire. That's been around a minute. Yeah. I mean, I think we all burnt something. That's why we tell everyone to start with hot dogs. Hot dogs, boneless. Boneless. Trademark. Always boneless. So, since you're listening and can't see any of our smokers that are here or being built, <laughs> you can go to our YouTube or our website, renooutdoorliving.com. What's the YouTube? What is that? YouTube is under. You just got to Google it or what? Uh, it's actually under Reno Outdoor Living. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. It's pretty simple. Man, we were smart on that. Yeah, kept it all simple. All the same name. Very Weird. convenient. There's two O's in that, by the way. It's Reno and then Outdoor. There's a lot of O's, actually. Followed by Living. See. Reno Outdoor Living. Yeah, very much. Yeah. See. With all that being said, Ron, we want to jump into your mom. <laughs> <laughs> so, cooking cooking we do a fair amount of cooking we try i mean fellers got to eat especially this feller if you could see tom let me give you a visual description those of you that have seen yellowstone there's a a feller on there called rip handsome guy all the ladies love him (laughs) tom looks a lot like rip ate rip Rowan <laughs> looks like John lost the bout with cancer. <laughs> so that's a description of what we look like. There you go. Put that in your little visual minds. <laughs> you can see what we look like on the YouTube. So cooking, what, what would you say is your preferred method of cooking in today's strong woman's world? Well, deep subject, deep subject, turn it sideways. It's a tunnel. Depends on what I'm cooking. If I'm doing something that needs to have a long render time, high fat content in the meat, then I'll probably go to the pellet grill, the easy bake oven, the cheater grill. Okay. There. That way you just set it and forget it. Wake up in the morning, maybe crank up the temp, add a few more pellets. You're done. So you're talking like a brisket. A brisket, uh, pork shoulder. Pork shoulder, 
fast in the butt. So, you know, the, the pellet grill, that's kind of a newer thing. So, so I remember when, when gas grills came out, the, the, the propane grill came out because everything used to be charcoal when I was a kid. There was no propane grills. Not, not, I mean, there probably was, but we, we were probably too poor to have one. So we cooked over charcoal or cow dung. But the cheater grill, it, it's got some drawbacks, I think. It does. You don't get the, as we call it, the smoke bite, the pronounced flavor of the smoke. It's not as, it's not there. But can you cook a steak on them? No, you can't cook a steak on them. Can't. A lot of them claim. Where does can't live? Huh? On uh, Won't Street. That's I right. Believe. Can't lives on Won't Street. I believe you can cook a steak on a pellet grill. It just doesn't turn out right. I didn't say it was going to be good. It's okay. It's mediocre at best. It's fair. It's fair. So pellet grills, you have you have the ease and convenience of lazy America and why America's never coming back. Because you can set it and put your fat ass on the couch. Check it on your phone. Check it on your phone. Check uh, it at the movies. You don't even have to be home now. You don't. And, and it's, it, it's, it's convenient. Very simple way to jump into the cooking world. You can turn out amazing dishes. It's a perfect starter grill. It is. It is. It's, it's like the you, girls used to get the easy bake oven when they cook little cupcakes and shit. Look, now my wife uses my pellet grill more than I do. That's right, because it's, well, it's her birthright to be cooking and laundry and such, but <laughs> you used to be able to cook under a light bulb with the Easy Bake Oven. The pellet grill is just that. Right. But with pellets. So what's your preferred way of cooking? Hot and fast. No. <laughs> I, I think charcoal still. Charcoal is the, just the down home. It's the flavor that you remember. I think it's a childhood thing. You know, we used some, to go to the park. Absolutely. Load up the grill that they had there. Well, that's kind of the Mexican side of you. Most white kids, we didn't go to the park oh. and cook. It was birthday parties. No, no, we didn't go there. Oh, no. Didn't we, get birthdays. We stayed home. Stayed home, cooked. But you could drive down a neighborhood and smell charcoal happening. Yeah. Well, now you can tell if your neighbor's cooking with charcoal because air smelled like lighter fluid a little bit of lighter fluid yeah all yeah. the lighter fluid all the lighter fluid i think that's the smell that most people automatically remember is the smell of the lighter fluid uh -huh. which that is a great thing is why charcoals have come so far inconvenient is the lumps you don't have the fillers you don't have the perfect little squares you you have actual real wood converted to charcoal and when you open a bag of, say, Blues Hog or Jealous Devil, you don't know what you're getting. You may get a, a log of charcoal in there that's eight inches long, six inches around. My mom loves those ones. <laughs> you may get little little bitty pieces. It's it's natural hardwood. Lump. Wood. I mean, you have different variations of lump. Obviously, you have your box store lump, not as garbage. Garbage. Uh, very poppy, Shitty. lots of oils in them. Smells bad. Some of them have lighter fluids in them. You have some like Jealous Devil, really hot, burns really long. You want something a little slower burning, a little bit more of that smoke flavor. We've got the Blues Hog. Which is good. It, it's good. You, and don't get it wrong, you can still over smoke something with charcoal. Oh, 100%. I've you, done it on the drum smoker. 
I think we all have. You don't you don't have to everybody's so concerned about wood chunks and getting more stuff into these grills and overdoing it. To be honest, I, I don't think they have a very good palate. Right. They're, Especially those mesquite folks. Yeah, fucking weird. You guys and your mesquite love the taste of an ashtray. I think they're ex smokers. That's where that comes I, from. I could see that. Hundred percent. They smoke the cigarette. Eat the butt, lick the ashtray, the, do the whole nine. I wish I had a steak that tastes like this. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly right. Well, when it comes to cooking on, well, let's say the egg. What are some of the tools that you would like to use or... I don't cook eggs on my grill. No, no, not cooking eggs. Your ceramic... Oh, oh, like a Primo or one of those. Yes. Oh, gotcha. Not the green one or the red one. The green one, the, the Mexican-made one, owned yes. by a tile company. Can you believe that? Tile company makes that. So what are some of the tools that you like using while cooking? Well, really, you, you don't need a lot. You, you can keep it pretty goddamn simple. You don't have a Swiss Army Knife collection of tools? I, I don't. I don't. And actually, you know what's funny? Is we have here at the store, when we cook here... We have way better tools here that we use than I do even at home. I, I was I cooked that uh, beef tenderloin the other day, and, and I was kind of struggling because I pulled out some old short set of tongs that every time I was trying to sear this tenderloin off, I kept burning my hand because I got this grocery store set of tongs that are only about six inches long. I think they're made for tossing salads. <laughs> <laughs> Like your mom. <laughs> the salad, the salad tongs. Why, why don't you like the short ones? Because <laughs> I burned my hand. I just told you that. So instead of using your said salad tongs, which ones would you have liked to have? Well, you got to have a good set of tongs. A man should have a good set of tongs. A man should have a good knife, good set of tongs. And a nice set of tongs, I mean, probably our go-to around here is, is the spatula tong, right? It's, yep. it's versatile. You can... It's in the name. It's a spatula and a tong in one. Together. Together. From the factory. Yeah, there's no welding. There's no Jimmy Riggin. Not a rubber band. Yeah, this isn't cheater chopsticks over here. <laughs> we can lift, basically. We've lifted briskets with it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're def definitely strong enough. 15-pound briskets yeah. all day long. Yeah. They're... You can still flip burgers, catch those boneless hot dogs as they're rolling away on the grill. Yep. They're they're uh, they're definitely a, a good all-in-one. You can you can just do about anything with it. And then you know, good thermometer. And there's hundreds of thermometers. Oh. Just find one that works good for you that you like. I mean, the latest fad seems to be the wireless. Everyone, I mean, it's convenient. You don't have to go out there again, burn your hands. We're back to America's never coming back. All you lazy fuckers want to be able to sit in front of the TV with your app instead of going outside and checking the temperature of the meat. Right. You want to you want to watch your football, your Teletubbies, and you eat chips. I mean, the best part about barbecuing is drinking the beer, bullshitting with your buddy. Yeah, for sure. Coming in, wife saying you're smelling like smoke. Yeah, especially when they don't like the smoke. Oh, yeah, that's my wife. At least we eat good. We do. Yeah. They, they, they just look at it. The commies... As we call them. Russians. I didn't want to name names. So, with the ceramic eggs, there's some do's and don'ts. 
And those are our, like I said, those are our kind of preferred ways of cooking. You don't want to use lighter fluids. No, no, no. It, you know, the ceramic, one, it'll avoid the warranty of the darn thing. But it, it, the, the ceramic inside is uncoated and unfinished. It's just raw. So it will obviously absorb the fluids. And then everything you have after that will taste like charcoal. I wonder I'm sorry, if, lighter fluid. I wonder if you would end up with a potential bomb. How much lighter fluid do you think an egg can absorb before it blows up? Next episode, Tom and Ron send an egg to the moon. <laughs> Besides the egg, what about our big cooker? Our trailer? The big offset. The big offset. The big offset is, uh, it's a unit. It's definitely a unit. Still, still wood-fired. Still have to make fire. All things that are man. Fire. We And you know what's funny is everybody calls it an offset, stick burner, this or that. But I think we run charcoal in it more than we run wood. 95% of the time we run all charcoal. Yeah. It's very little wood. It, it maintains temp. Uh, holds it really well. Very little adjusting. Very little. Once, once you get it there, obviously. Uh, Sweat it in. Temps vary in the beginning once you get it balanced out you know start at a half hour 45 minutes before you're ever going to think about putting a piece of meat on it yeah it's a lot of it's a lot of metal you got to heat and it's it's so our trailer rig that we have here it's a big unit it's a tandem axle trailer it's i would say the equivalent to a 500 gallon propane tank yeah it's 30 inches around depth on the drum what is that eight feet long uh, easy, easy eight, eight feet. Eight feet or so of cooking chamber with bottom rack, upper rack. Full upper rack now because the last competition, we realized half racks we're not going to do. Half racks we're not going to do. So we did a competition in Auburn, California, the Republic of California. It was a rigged election or a competition too, I'll tell you. I don't know <laughs> if we can bring up rigged elections. <laughs> That's true. We probably can't bring up rigged elections but this was a rigged competition for sure. So we roll up to Auburn and we got our rig, we set our tent up and all the competitors start showing up. And then we find out who the judges are. So one of the big competitors was the sheriff's department. They were just a couple down from us. And, and it, it was funny as, as I had got there early and I thought, man, I got us in a, in a perfect spot. Yeah, there was no one there. It was beautiful. We were in the trees, we were in the shade, we were by VIP, and I thought, yeah, we get these VIP fuckers here. And then, after I get the trailer unhooked and we start setting up the tent, they corral us in. These bastards put up a fence and pigeonhole us between a tree and a corral. Oh, we had the ice maker. That was over there, <laughs> clear over there on the left. That only thing that happened there is that the sheriff's department apparently got free ice in this town. Oh, and and racks of ribs. And free racks of ribs. So they're the only ones really walking by us because you don't know we're there. We look like the help. We look like that we're there to cater to the VIP. The public has no idea who we are. Right. No clue. Well, we're also battleborn smokers from Reno, Nevada. Reno, Nevada. Dirty Reno, Nevada. So we find out after we cooked 89 racks of ribs, we started... Uh, we lit it off at 3 a.m.-ish. Yeah, 3 a.m. Potential drinking the night before. A little bit. 
prepped all the ribs prepped the night Joel before. prepped all the ribs. What? What an ordeal. There's a lot of cutting. Yeah, fingers hurt. A lot of peeling that silver skin off the back, the membrane. A lot of waste. We realize so much waste trying to trim up ribs and making them look presentable. Which at this competition wasn't necessarily the deal. So we were used to trimming our baby or our St. Louis down to nice, perfect rectangle ribs. But the guys right next to us... They were serving them down and dirty, bat wing looking crazy <laughs> to where it, it some of these hillbillies in Auburn actually felt like we were giving them less rib. Right. We were shortchanging them because because well, we weren't giving them the gristle, the end cuts, the start of the other ribs. The garbage. Yeah. The garbage. It, our ribs looked pretty and tasted even better. Tasted damn good. So the judges at this this thing. Well, there was not people's choice, but there was the, the judge. Judges? No, there was five judges. Well, no, because we had the competition and then the actual judges. So we had people's choice. Yeah, people's choice. Which was the, the coupon that they dropped in our yeah, bucket. Yeah, our little token. The coin. Yeah. Um, I think it was an AA coin that they were dropping in there. Oh, it's because everyone was drinking. It's a barbecue competition. It was a barbecue in Auburn, California. Beautiful this time of year. So the judges, there we had the people's choice where they dropped their coin in. And then we had the judge judges that judged everybody. We didn't even see all of the judges. Well, they couldn't find us behind the OK Corral. That's right. And we were right next to the Sandy Huts, too. Which was convenient. For us. For us, it was. So the judges, remember, we got the sheriff's department that's over here cooking, and there's a bunch of these little bastards over there. There's some yeah, yeah, some deputies, and then there's... All like the recruits. The recruits, and the volunteers, and they had a... They're arc. the hometown hero. And they were definitely the hometown hero. So then we come to find out that the judges, one of them was the sheriff... Of Placer County. Of Placer County, which is where Auburn, California is. The other one, I believe, was the sheriff of Sac County. Yeah. The DA, and fire the, marshal. So at that point... Wasn't there a judge? There probably was a judge. Like a real judge? No, I think there probably was a real judge there. I mean, he was on the take, obviously. Yeah. So needless to say, we uh, we don't even know where we placed in that competition. We were told fifth and ninth. I, That's all bullshit, too. That lady made that number up. Yeah. She got tired of us hounding her. Hey, how do we do? But they definitely sent us an invite, and they, oh, we want you guys back next year. We want you guys back. They want our Well, they, they haven't heard this podcast, either. That's true. <laughs> we, we may not be getting an invite. You know what? Fuck Auburn, California. I took a, took a sip to my, my beverage. So I wanted to ask you a question. What's the question, Ron? Oh, no. Well, the question is, is uh, what were you doing in Berlin? I wasn't... <laughs> Hold on. There wasn't a furry convention, so I wasn't there for that. Yeah, that's close, though. Oh. You might have been. Oh, is it dominatrix? Well, no. no. Well, uh, no, this was not taken by force. So consensual non-consent? I don't know about consensual, but... So, and just to be clear, Berlin, Germany. Oh, not like Berlin, Georgia? No, not like the Berlin, Berlin Nevada. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, didn't, I didn't want you to get confused because we have a Manhattan, Nevada here. and sometimes Hollywood? We... I'm sorry, Beverly Hills. Yes. Berlin, uh, Manhattan. So what were you doing in Berlin, Germany? I, why do you ask? Well, so there's a report that 60 containers of bull sperm were stolen. Oh, easy. Bath. Not a bath. I was in a wild bull milking competition. Oh, because we used to... Oh. 
Yeah, the Reno Gay Rodeo. Yeah. And you miss it. Yeah, I do miss it. So I took it to Germany. It got outlawed here, I think. Yeah. It was cruel and unusual. You can get away with a lot of stuff in Germany. I, I believe you can. I believe they got a lot of, away with a lot of stuff in Germany. About <laughs> <laughs> to go dark real quick. <laughs> All right, Kanye. So what's with all the bull semen? They don't know. Oh, they they just... don't, but but it's, it's pretty fragile stuff, apparently, because it has to be cut really cold and nitrogen. Weird. So I don't know if... Was it Wagyu semen? I don't know. If they, they didn't go into that much detail over the bull semen. What was the consistency at the temperature that it was at? So when I was a young man... <laughs> I got fixed. I got, wiener. I got snipped, yeah. And <clears throat> you have to bring back. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of people are proud that I got fixed. But you had to bring a sample back to make sure that, you know, the, I mean, I watched the doctor do it. I mean, he cut the little tubes and then he took the, the soldering iron. He bur- oh, he burnt yours. Oh, yes. They had that. Oh, yeah. Smell, smell. It was a brand new iron then. No, it was a little soldering iron. Mm. Did you fill yours? No, but when he pulled the tube out, I my my <laughs> eye pulled down. No, I felt mine. You felt the tube. Oh, well, he's injecting stuff, Novocaine, lidocaine, whatever they inject in you, because you're awake the whole time. Oh yeah, you know I sat up. Well, mine's telling me jokes, and I'm sitting here like, hey doc, I know when I laughed, boys down there are doing Jiggle. some stuff. They're, yeah, they're jiggling. They're jiggling. They're, yeah, they're, they're. I get it. Like a yo-yo down there. And uh, yeah, I'm laughing. He's telling jokes. I'm like, doc, I feel like. You shouldn't be joking right now. He's like, no, I'll tell you when you're doing something you're not supposed to. So he continues. He's like, let me know if you feel anything. He's like, well, that one's done. Oh, good. It's going easy. And then round two. Because there's two. Yeah, there's sometimes. Sitting there. He's like, feel anything? Nope. Nothing yet. And then I remember going, oh, shit. Yeah, I felt that one. And that was it. You had to fill the cut. No, he, uh... I think he put a little pick on it. He was going pull. through your butthole, wasn't he? He might have gone through the butthole, but he was pulling pulling my uh, vas deferent out. That explains when I, when you go through that hard reset sometimes and you shut down. Oh, your, 100%. And that's, where, that's where it stems from. That's where it came from, yeah. So, he, yeah, he, he, your eye out. he goes to pull the old vas deferent out to do the snip and burn. Oh, oh hey, Doc. <laughs> that one hurts. And that's all I remember. You passed out? I passed out. You passed he, out. He yanked on this thing. You Sally bitch, you passed out. <laughs> he yanked on this thing. And I remember waking up like, hey, how's everything going? Did they bring you a black rose? No, no. That was that was during the Great Depression when you had yours done. Yeah, they, they brought you a black rose. No, no black rose. Huh. I got an ice pack, though, for my neck. Did all the I nurses keep out. looking through the door? No. Oh. No. That's just me. No, they were just giggling. <laughs> That's hey, the tiniest one I've ever seen. He's yeah. so cute. He's great. So yeah, I got put some pepper on it, make it sneeze. <laughs> Could have to cut this whole thing out. <laughs> I just asked for the consistency. <laughs> well, of the I bull semen at the temperature. So when you were young, I was leading to the consistency okay. when you jumped in with your blinky eye story. You started. So I was taking this sample back in the in the cup. You know the cup they have you put the put the goo in. How long was it 
from the time you did your stuff. Oh, shit. Probably a month. So it looks like our water in our cooler? Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. And and to top it off, you know, I, I was working. We were working a lot of overtime. I think we were building a parking garage or something at that time. Maybe it was. I think we were building Circus Circus parking garage. And we had to park on Sierra Street or Virginia Street, wherever we could at that time, because parking downtown in a big construction project was always a goddamn problem. Of course. So I had this little cup full of jizz on my dashboard. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Ejaculate. It, yes, the ejaculates <laughs> on the dashboard in this little bitty cup. And thank God that cup, you could seal that mucker tight. Oh, yeah. Because that poor cup, every time I rolled around a corner, passenger side, driver's side. You ever put some eggs in the mixer and left them in there too long? Never. No. Never. Why do you put eggs in a mixer? And that how you get, uh, you froth them up. You, I'm no culinary expert. Oh, you're kind of fancy though. We used to use the whipper. Oh no. KitchenAid, son. Mm. That's use that thing for everything. On high. On high. Does it spit the egg out? Yeah, but you catch it on your face. Uh, are we talking, are we talking Germany again? Oh, that was two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now that we're done with uh, bull semen in Germany, what, what else? you have for news i know you're trying to surprise me with this and yeah so i i want to know about your time in oklahoma or in uh, oakland county michigan you know there is an oakland county michigan don't don't play coy with me no whatever you read was 70 percent not me i'm pretty 43 sure. percent was not there well there's video and the video little fat rip running around oh yeah because i'm only three foot six i know Okay. Still paying that picture for the people. The video is uh, aggravated indecent exposure. And I know that's normally not How do you aggravated indecent exposure? Well, let me tell you how you did it. (laughs) I mean, I was there. (laughs) I mean, I know you think you were alone and uh, portraying yourself as a home inspector. But, you know, there's cameras everywhere now. Yeah. And when you go into somebody's nursery, you know, keep in mind, nobody's home. You, again, you think you're alone. That goddamn nanny cam gets the, me every time. The nanny cam got you. That and sounds terrible, you by know the way. What it, I, I don't think I should have said that because nanny cams only results in babies. And Anyways, back to the story at hand. And luckily here, you were alone. Yes. Well, you thought you were alone. Yes. While you mouth-raped Tickle Me Elmo. Get the fuck out of Texas. Nope. You mouth rape tickle me Elmo. So <laughs> the homeowner gets an alert on the, the, the phone that says, hey. Hey, your baby's moving around. This dude's Wait, my baby's nursery. at daycare. That's right. Yeah, and this guy's at work, and, you know, he's just doing about his day. The wife thinks the husband's at home, banging the nanny. So they call the cops. Okay. Right? And, and the investigators arrive. So you claimed while you were in Oakland County, Michigan pretending to be a home inspector, you claimed that you had simply moved the doll. With my mouth. No, your hand, your, your, with your hands. Your uh, pants were down, which is normal for you. And then the cops said, no, bud, we got you on camera. So it's the cop's house? Or they already sent the video? I believe they probably called the the police and then, you know, with email and text and everything, you can send that shit so fast. 
that here's the video of Tiny Tom naked in my nursery, mouth raping Elmo. Was it a foot? Was it a hand? Whose foot? Elmo. No, you mouth. I. This is the part that I was. Was it a tickle me Elmo? Was he shaking? It was a tickle no. me Elmo. Yes. So after after you were confronted and said, no, we got you on video, you admitted to placing your penis oh. in Elmo's mouth. No, no. Did you cut a slit? Because I feel like that's a door knocker right there. Like you're there, not there's getting There's a anywhere. hinge, there's springs. In the mouth. In the mouth. No. See, I, I just, where did you go with that? I would have used him as a sock puppet. On your penis. Yeah. Don't worry about the mouth. Doesn't he shake and wiggle? I believe he does. Yeah. Well, I think you cut a hole in the back door. This gentleman here gets... Uh, I mean, if I was into Elmo in Oklahoma. You County. seem to know a lot about Oak- it. Oakland County. <laughs> For raping Elmo in the mouth. Did Elmo file a formal complaint? Well, and I, that's the part that you just don't understand is who filed the complaint and who's pressing charges. Elmo. Is he a He's person? a well-known figure. But does he have... Does People he have know a, him. Does he have rights? Puppet rights matter. <laughs> of course they do. <laughs> this poor bastard's facing up to two years in prison for mouth raping <laughs> Elmo. <laughs> I do have a feeling, though, that he is going to be extremely popular in prison. Oh, for sure. I feel like Elmo has a small mouth. Jesus. We're going downhill real quick real, with the news. And this quick. is the... The news. This is the world you live in. Yeah. And I think it was caused by propane grills. But propane money makes me hella bank. <laughs> so good news though. <laughs> I did I did do a, a good news story. I don't know what good news can come after the mouth raping of Tickle Me Elmo. I just picture the sound. <laughs> the good news for today though. And this was this is a feel good story. Okay. It's out of uh, Seoul, South Korea. Th- no. Those are the good ones. Uh, is it? Well, the northy one. Oh, South Korea. Yeah. So, S- South Korea, mm-hmm. they've had an issue there that a lot of people, you know, are unaware of. What is this issue? You know, you couldn't get a sex doll in South Korea. What about Tickle Me Elmo? You could, but obviously that gets you jail time. That's right. That's where they make them, though, right? Uh, well, Indonesia, South Korea, China, China. So they recently, the government in South Korea has recently lifted the ban on sex dolls. Oh, I think I saw this. Yeah. And, and it's crazy. It's that they, they were trying to protect the integrity of the culture of South Korea, saying, no, look, we, we're decent people. We don't do freaky shit. Where's the dude with the dog? The dog out is. Where's he from? Dude the, with the dog. The lassie guy. Oh, Taco. Taco. Toko. That's where he's from? No, his name's Toko from Japan. Oh, he's from Japan. $15,000. And I don't know how much is a lot of money in Japan, I think it was. No, it's $15,000. It was, it was, no, no. Our, our, our cost. Well, our dollars Two down. million yen. is $15,000. Yeah, but is that a lot of money over there? I would assume so. It's a lot of money here. Two million? It's relative, right? I mean, do they just... Boost their numbers over there, make them feel good. I don't know how this works. I, I, I'm not a yen expert. It's the yen? Yeah, I do believe it's yen. I think you're making that up. No. I don't think you know that. Uh, I'm pretty sure I'm full of useless knowledge. I don't know if that's true. I will ask Google right now. Right now, right now? I can. I wouldn't. Why? Because your search history is going to come up. And back to Germany. Say, 
Yeah. So it's interesting that I didn't realize that there's a shelf life on sex dolls. Unused, of course. How is there a sex... Oh, I'm sorry. How is there a shelf life on it? I think they break down. I think they're stuffed in that box with no air. I feel like that's poor quality. Well, okay, so that's interesting too because... So you're saying there's an expiration on the fleshlight? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Because the... So South Korea at this time was only banning the import of sex dolls. But they were making them. But they do make their own. They do make their own sex doll. But the problem was... You're telling me Hung Solo never took one home? Oh, I guarantee he did. But the quality of the sex doll in South Korea is far inferior to the imports. So it's not even blow up? No, no, not the blow up ones. Not the. So we're talking like a legitimate latex, rubberized silicone. Yes. Okay. That doesn't talk. But it's like the silicone hasn't cured. There's still resin leaking. I think the sea air maybe gets to it. Yeah. But yeah, there's a shelf life because the the importers, the ones that were bringing in the sex dolls, are now suing the, the government of Korea. This sex doll is known to cause cancer in the state of California. Oh, guaranteed. Thank you for that. I appreciate that. <laughs> but they're suing them because some of the sex dolls, and it's... it's oh, my o- God, they were used. No? Oh, okay. It's over a 1,000 of them since 2018 have been locked away in customs, and they've gone bad. I, I don't know how they go bad. How do you test that? Well, you stick finger in. It comes out sticky. <laughs> well, then it's real. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know of chemicals. Well, I mean, there's people marrying sex dolls all the time. Wasn't there a movie about a guy married a car? Or was he just banging a car? No, there was a recent movie about a guy that had a sex doll. His girlfriend found. They were best friends. I think it was Ryan, Ryan, Ryan Reynolds' movie. Hmm. I, don't, I don't believe that's true. There's a sex doll movie. Hmm. She befriended the sex doll. They were going on dates. They're hanging out. She talked to it. That sounds like a Ryan Reynolds movie. It does sound like a Ryan Reynolds movie. It's like the one. What was the one? The head. Yeah, with the heads in the freezer. In the yeah, fridge. yeah. And he talked to the dog and the cat. I love the dog. Oh, dog was great. But the cat was an asshole. Yeah, cat was 100% the asshole. Which one had the British accent? Was it the cat? Yes. Yes. Again, 70% sure. Yes. Oh, how do you how do you end how do you end this podcast this first episode? Full of segues. You know, there's only a couple things you know to be. You have to know to, in order to be a decent human being. Don't do dumb shit. Wear deodorant. Don't be a cunt. And don't do math. Unfortunately, most people don't know how to do these simple things. And then that's really all it takes is to be a decent, somewhat decent human being. Not, not stellar by any means. All right, so don't be dumb. Don't be dumb. That, that's the title of this uh, our first episode. Don't be dumb. Don't be dumb. Well, hopefully we can uh, bring more people back. Bring people back because we don't have any people as of right now. No, it's just us and Elmo. 